Okie dokie, my little artichokies. I'm recording. Look at me go. Look at me go. Yes, I hear the applause. <laughs> no, but um, in all seriousness, I was trying to remember how to even upload when I posted my last episode. And do you know why I don't remember? Because it's been two years since I last did an episode. And I started this three years ago. What? What? Why? How? I don't know. I'm shocked. I was thinking a year, max, maybe six months. I don't know how to handle this information. I think the earth is spinning faster than normal. (laughs) I think something is wrong because it's not just me. I've been seeing people saying that they feel like ever since 2020, things are just happening at warp speed and I can't process it, and it's just, like, one thing after another. So anyways, for this episode, I'm going to talk about something that I haven't really put out there, but a lot of people do know about it. Well, I guess I wouldn't say a lot of people. Some people know about it. Um, For the past three, I'm going to say three years, because that's when I first started this. For the past three years, um, I've been working on my health, I've been trying to eat clean. I've been trying to, you know, I was having a lot of food sensitivities. I think I talked about in previous episodes. Um, Food sensitivities suck. It's very hard to work with. And I had food sensitivities due to a lot of issues going on inside, like uh, parasites. I'm just going to say I had parasites. And if you think that's weird, well, um, Time to get educated, I guess, because parasites are a totally normal thing. I think it's between 80 and 90% of uh, humans have parasites and deal with uh, parasitic, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Side effects. Side effects of having parasites. And it's not usually a problem until it's a problem. For the most part, they just are one with us and, you know, things are fine. You know, they get what they need and... um, it's when it's when they get out of control. When when the parasites get out of control and start feeding off of you like little nasty sickos, um, and they start depleting you, you that's where the problems come into play. And so, in a lot of other cultures, by the way, a lot of other cultures deal with this and routinely do parasite work, routinely do cleanses, routinely are educated about this. America is the one with the stigma. On parasites, we're just not educated about it, and then you grow up thinking, oh, that's disgusting. But it really, truly is a problem that you may you may even deal with yourself. You may have parasites. I'm just going to burst that gross bubble for you. You probably have parasites. So anyways, um, they infect a lot of people, huge percentage, and I went through all this stuff. I went through all this health work. I, I did my cleanses. I realized that my food sensitivities were also linked to my copper IUD. I got my copper IUD out. Um, my body is, you know, it's, it was really toxic. And I'm getting back to it. I was eating clean for a long time. I did Whole30 a long time ago. And I will tell you, since I did Whole30, that was extremely hard. It was a very hard month for me. And actually, I'm not even going to say month because Whole30 is more than 30 days. It's 30 days plus another 30 days when you start reintroducing foods back in so that you can see what you're sensitive for. If you don't know what Whole30 is, it's basically 
an elimination diet where you eliminate foods that are inflammatory foods, whatever, and then you bring them back in one at a time to see your problems. So I had sugar problems, I had gluten problems, I had dairy problems when I did this. And come to find out, it's all linked to my IUD. So, and the parasites and my weakened body, you know, my immunity is weakened. So now, now that I've got that all dealt with and have fixed that, now I have been diagnosed with hyperthyroidism, Graves' disease, and something else that I don't remember how to say, but it's basically a, it's a reaction to the thyroid, to the hyperthyroid. It's a reaction where it causes your under eyes and your eyelid, not your eyeball, but the eyelid around your eye to become extremely inflamed. And the thyroid medicine will not fix the eye problem. There's there's no treatment for the eye problem. So this year's been a confusing battle of a, of a symptom here, a symptom there, you know, things that I wouldn't normally have connected the dots to. And when I finally looked into it, I realized I had just about every single symptom on the list for hyperthyroidism. So I went to the doctor, said I need my thyroid levels checked. I think I'm out of whack. Sure enough, my numbers are very low. I have Graves' disease, which is an autoimmune disease caused by thyroid issues. So I'm in the process right now of resetting my thyroid numbers. I have to go get blood work today. Uh, getting my thyroid in a healthy, healthy place. Because right now, I'm dealing with a lot of the unintentional weight loss. I'm dealing with bulgy, puffy eyes that are super watery all the time and irritated and very sensitive to light, to wind, to cold, anything. I just look like I'm constantly crying. Um, Dealing with a very low energy bucket and like an inability to process my life properly. I've been so stressed. My anxiety has been through the roof um, because another part of the hyperthyroid is an increase of heart rate. So I've been on a heart rate medicine. And it's just like all this stuff is just really affecting me. So a big reason why I haven't taken a lot of pictures of myself is this insecurity around my eyes. My skin has been breaking out. I've been dealing with painful cystic acne and my weight loss. My weight loss is another big thing. I was feeling really good a couple years ago where I was at. I felt really healthy looking. I felt healthy internally. But... um, I can't, I've lost too much weight in the past year and I can't seem to gain anything back. And first of all, I know that for most people, it's the opposite problem. And some people may be thinking, oh, I wish I had that problem. But it actually is a horrible thing to be overweight. And it's a equally horrible thing to be underweight because you're, you're unhealthy. You're, you're new, de, you have no nutrients. You're depleted. You don't have energy. Being underweight is horrible. It's just horrible when you don't feel healthy and I haven't felt healthy for a long time. I would say January this year was I was in a really good place. And when I took my IUD out and started eating all those foods again, it kind of increased my thyroid. So I feel like it's just been, you know, someone's just kicked me down a mountain that I've been working so hard to climb and have snowballed. And now I'm in this hyperthyroid battle of my body. I'll I'm going to just call it the battle of the body. So I'm really struggling with my health and mentally wrapping my head around the fact that I will just continue to get older and continue to have new issues pop up. Like I'm feeling old right now, but I'm just trying to embrace myself and my healing and I have these puffy eyes and they bother me and that's a big insecurity of mine. And it doesn't matter what anyone says. It's an insecurity of mine that I need to deal with. So 
I'm encouraging myself to try and feel pretty and try and do my makeup and get, I, I went and got my hair cut. And I'm just trying to remind myself that puffy eyes are not me. I am not my puffy eyes. I am a good person. I am a hardworking mother. I'm a hardworking homeschool, co-ed teacher, mom, parent. (laughs) So they don't define me as a person. They're just something I'm going to have to live with. Most likely. Um, it, it has gone down quite a bit since my probably most flared up state. But when I talked to the specialist, she said that there is no treatment for this condition. She said that they used to do things like steroids and all this other stuff, but nothing actually fixes it. So the only thing that they can do right now is um, some infusion thing an infusion process you go get infusions first of all that sounds scary enough I feel like I should probably go to a chiropractor before I do that secondly it's only you can only go in Washington state you can only go to UW and that's the only place you can get it done here there used to be a person who did it at my office where I saw my specialist and that person has since stopped doing the infusions because People were losing their hearing and like getting other side effects. And this infusion treatment has only been around for two to three years, she said. So it really does not have long-term effects figured out yet. And so I'm just kind of like, you know, some people lose their eyesight and vision with this eye problem. And I have not, thank you, Lord, I have not had that. I am just having the puffiness. It's not affecting my vision. So I'm not going to risk losing my hearing to it. I'm just going to start to accept my face. Excuse me. And that it may look like this for the rest of my life. I need to choose not to let that bring me down and make me miserable because this, you know, it's going to affect me forever. So if anyone has tips or makeup artists out there have tips to make your eyes not look like they're puffy, you should get into my DMs, get into my inbox. Please send me a message. Please send me some tips and tricks. I'll send you a picture of my puffiness, you know, whatever. So, uh, Dose Valley Podcast on Instagram, send me a message there. That's what I'm trying to say. Please help me. (laughs) Um, But I know, honestly, I think it's just I think a big part of this is just accepting myself for who I am and accepting that this is something I can't control. And that's a big part of my healing right now and my work that I'm doing on myself inside is just accepting things that I can't control and not allowing myself to let those things be the center of my mind because I won't be able to move forward and live a happy life until I can let go of the things that can be really hard to let go of and takes work. And some days I'm in a good place mentally about it and feeling okay and confident, but it sounds silly, but for a woman, it's really important for us to feel pretty. And it's a big reason why we wear makeup. It is not for anyone else. It is not for men. It is not for whatever. It Most of the time, it's for ourselves. And I don't think a lot of people realize that if you're a man, you know, or, or you're a woman who is an all-natural woman. I wish so much that I could be confident in myself naturally and go all natural. But I just don't. And that's okay. It's just who I am. I need makeup to feel pretty. (laughs) And I'm not going to say that that's a bad thing. So don't come at me with this whole go to therapy thing. No, I'm not doing that. I, 
I do that to make myself feel good, just like if I were to do my hair that day. It's just something a little extra to make me feel good. So, you know, the puffy eye thing, I know for a fact it's something that most people don't even notice. It's just kind of there. And it's noticeable if I point it out. So now everyone's going to know, cat's out of the bag. Now you're going to be looking in my eyes and seeing how weird they look. But... But no, seriously, that's a big reason why I'm diving into my health and a big reason why I also haven't taken a lot of pictures or I have sunglasses on in every picture because I feel like it's the only way to help my eyes not water so much, first of all. And I'm constantly tearing up. My eyes are constantly watering. I'm just wiping off all my makeup and that's counterproductive to putting makeup on. So I'm just kind of trying to, you know, find the happy medium learning to evolve, learning to grow, become the bigger person, not let this bring me down, but it's very hard. It's, it's, it's very hard. So I'm going to encourage you to leave this episode today with the encouragement to find something that you dislike about yourself and try to start loving that thing. And you can start small. Don't start with the biggest thing that bothers you, but start small and try and just tell yourself, I accept you. Look in the mirror and say, I accept you and you are beautiful. Tell yourself whatever you need to hear in those moments. And let's work on this together. I'll be your partner. When you're feeling down, think of me and my eyes bulging out of my head. (laughs) No, but seriously, I hope that something with this episode resonates with you. And I hope that maybe this helped you in some way. That's always my ultimate goal with the podcast, other than using it as a therapy tool for myself. It is absolutely to just kind of connect with people and you know, make you feel like you're not alone or make you feel like, wow, I, I feel that way too. You know, it's just kind of like a tool. It's a tool for you to use, for me to use, for us to use together. And I'm going to post this question on my Spotify. So if you didn't know this, which I absolutely a hundred percent did not know this, you can go on Spotify and you can go to the podcasts and I can put a question on my Spotify podcast account, and you, the listener, can go answer that question through Spotify. It's just crazy to me. Like, what this seems like, Spotify is one-upping itself right now. Like, it's standing out in the crowd, and I am loving it. I love it. Thank you, Spotify. So go over there, and I'm going to put this question, you know, what is something that you dislike about yourself that you want to learn to love? And I don't want that to come off in a way of saying that you shouldn't try and achieve your goals still. Like if you are working to be healthier, you shouldn't just give up on trying to be healthier and accept it. You can love yourself while going through the process of making change. And you can love yourself through those highs and lows and those moments of growth. You can love yourself through the whole process of it. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to love myself while changing myself to be better and to be more who I want to be. But I'm not going to just wallow in self-pity because I'm not there now. No, I'm going to love myself right now just for acknowledging that I need to work on myself and just acknowledging my problems. You know, that's big. The first step is acceptance and admitting what you want to do and change and how you want to grow and making a plan to make that happen. So, Go find my Spotify, answer this question. I would love to share answers on my Instagram or just discuss them next episode. I would love to do that. That'd be amazing. And until next time, I will catch you guys later. 
I have an idea for my next episode already, and then it'll be Halloween, so I'm going to discuss Halloween. So I have I have some ideas coming up. I really do, and I hope that I can continue on this because it really does help me. I really do enjoy making podcasts and, you know, trying to connect with people in a in a way or, you know, help people in a way that I know how to. And for now, this is just what I've come up with. So I'm going to keep on keeping on, and I will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for listening.